Hello and welcome to the Effective Living Podcast, a podcast for ideas, strategies, insights, and conversations, all focused on how to live a more effective and more prosperous life. Once again, I'm your host, Nathaniel Nunziante, and today's podcast is about something that reduces anxiety, something that aids in weight loss, something that improves physical, mental, and emotional health, and something that can dramatically increase your productivity and your effectiveness overall. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, what I'm talking about is a morning routine. Uh, Basically, a morning routine is just a series of consistent behaviors and habits that start every single day. And generally, these are behaviors that you try to repeat pretty much exactly the same way every day. Now, I first came across the idea of a morning routine when I decided that I would try to start my days earlier. Uh, I won't get into the full background of that decision right now, but basically, I was studying the habits of some very successful people, and I realized that one of those habits that was consistent to all of them was that they all seemed to wake up early. Now, I don't think any of us really reject the idea that waking up early is a good thing, but it was very interesting to see how consistent this trait was among very effective and successful people. And what's fascinating is when you start your days earlier, you suddenly have a lot more control over what you're doing with the first minutes of your day. Um, When I would wake up at 8 or 9 or even 10 a.m. when I was younger, I would always immediately feel pressed by the plans of the day because they were so close. They They were already upon me. So I never really felt a sense of control over what I was doing. Um, I was being much more reactive rather than being proactive, right? Emails, getting to my work, uh, driving to work, dealing with the kids. I immediately was in this rush mode to get things done and, and not fall behind. Now, the converse of that was that on days I didn't have anything to do, I slept later, I moved slowly, and I was kind of aimless throughout the day. Now, don't get me wrong, rest is important, so I'm not saying we need to be waking up crazy early and you know, having a full schedule of things every day of our lives, but true rest is deliberate. If you think about it, wandering aimlessly through the day trying to figure out what to do, or worse, you know, procrastinating on the things you should be doing, that's anything but restful. (laughs) It's actually the opposite. You actually feel more tired. You actually feel more like you're not able to rest when you have no purpose, when you have nothing that you're, you're doing. But when I began to wake up earlier, I immediately had this time in the morning that was all mine. It was proactive time. Work was a long way off still. The kids weren't up yet. There was no emails coming in. I I wasn't even checking them. I felt no urgency to check them. Uh, The phone wasn't ringing. Stores aren't open. It's it's really a very peaceful feeling. Uh, Of course, that's after you overcome the fact that waking up early does not feel that great initially, (laughs) which is a, a habit that has to be formed in and of itself. But, you know, there's something in the expression... I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. I'm sure you've said some version of that or you've at least heard some version of that in your life. You know, oh, I'm sorry, I just I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. And that's a really interesting idea because it's a lot more true than people give it credit for. How you start your day has such a major impact on how your whole day goes. Uh, it's like the beginning of a race, 
if you start a race ahead, it's not that challenging to stay ahead and to maintain that lead. But if you start a race behind, it takes a tremendous amount of effort and acceleration even just to catch up. So think about it. Think about the feeling of when you've woken up with plenty of time, right? When you have to be somewhere at 11 a.m. and you wake up at 8. There's no rush. There's no urgency. It, it feels very relaxed, right? Now think about how you felt when your alarm didn't go off and you woke up late and realized that you're late to work and now you got to rush to get yourself dressed and get out of the house and eat some breakfast and shave on the way or, or you know, it, that feeling is so anxious. It's so unpleasant, these are two completely different experiences, two completely different days. And the only difference is how they started. So a morning routine is the perfect way to start your day in control, to be ahead right from the start. It provides a sense of consistency. Uh, it can help with self-esteem, actually, and we'll get into that more a little bit later. But it also helps with habit development. It helps with building discipline. Like it's, it's all positives really. Now I will be honest. I have tried in the past. I tried it when I was younger to just wake up early and be more productive. And you know, I'm just going to wake up early and that's going to do it. But it really comes down to why you're doing it. And this is a common thread in, in all my podcasts, but getting up early for the sake of getting up early doesn't last very long. As a matter of fact, I've learned that pretty much everything you do in life that you try to do just for the sake of doing it doesn't last very long. And the reason is that we're creatures driven by purpose. Human beings need to understand why we're doing what we're doing. Without a clear purpose, we simply don't have the wherewithal to endure when the, the shine of newness or the, you know, the, the attractive nature of trying a new thing wears off, which wears off quickly. We need purpose. We need understanding why we're enduring or we will not be able to endure. Now, I always knew that I wanted to improve myself. Um, I always knew I wanted to be stronger, better, smarter, more productive, more effective. And eventually I reached a point where I got very serious about it. You know, it wasn't a fad or a trend anymore. Uh, I really wanted the fundamental change that would transform my effectiveness. So... As I mentioned before, I was studying, you know, very effective people, and I realized that they all shared actually two traits. One, which I mentioned earlier, they all wake up early. And when I say early, I mean 5 a.m., 6 a.m. in there somewhere. And then two, they all had a clearly defined morning routine. It was common to pretty much everyone who was getting the things done they set out to do. They were starting their day in control. They were starting their day with a routine that was repeated, something habitual, something they can count on. So I then decided that this was definitely worth trying for myself, but this time I was doing it with a new sense of purpose. It wasn't some empty New Year's resolution or temporary life hack. It was a deliberate and purposeful experiment to improve my days from the ground up, beginning with the very first moment after I wake up. And so began the creation of my own personal morning routine. And now I would like to talk about not only how I built mine, but some practical ways that you can build yours. But, but a warning, this has to be something that you're doing for value. This something has to, has to be something you're doing that's not a fad or a trend or something you're just going to try for a little while. You have to understand you're doing this to better your life. You're doing this to be more effective. 
as I say in a lot of the podcasts that, that have come before this one, without making that decision, without clearly understanding why you're doing what you're now motivated to do, you're just not going to last. So make sure you make that a decision, a conscious decision, uh, before you, you move forward, or it's going to be really hard to maintain. Okay. So here's a, a couple of steps, and they're not, they're not linear chronological steps per se. They're just you know, points, ideas that will help you in building your uh, morning routine, and, and I'm going to use what I did, what worked for me. Um, first, audit your existing routine. What I mean by that is write down, you know, get your journal, get a piece of paper, write down exactly what you do after you wake up. Now, you, you may not be able to remember because your memory is not that great and you may have to just you know, put a journal next to your bed and do this for a day or two. Um, or you can just think about it and remember. But what you want to do is you want to write down in chronological order everything you do after you wake up, right? So write the first thing you write is wake up and get out of bed. What's the second thing you do? Do you go to the bathroom? That's what most of us do. So go to the bathroom. What's the third thing you do? Do you grab your phone and check social? Do you go and get food? Do you walk down the stairs? Do you put your slippers on? Just be very granular and write down everything that you do. Once you've created this, this list of all of your existing morning routine, you're going to acknowledge by looking at it how much of it's automatic. A lot of the things in the list, you're going to realize you don't actually think about doing. You don't say, oh, let me go do this now. You just kind of do it because it's habitual. But what you want to do now is you want to look on this list and you want to grade all of the activities. You want to look at everything on that list and ask yourself, is this something that is moving me forward in my development as a human being? Is this making me better, healthier, stronger, smarter? Or is it neutral? Is it something that's not doing either, right? Like going to the bathroom doesn't make you stronger or smarter. I guess it keeps you from getting septic <laughs> and getting sick, but it's really a neutral thing. But then there's some things like maybe, you know, grabbing your phone, which was right next to your bed and spending 30 minutes just browsing TikTok and Facebook. Maybe that's a bad idea. Because maybe that's something negative. That's not moving you towards the person you want to be. That's actually moving you away from the person you want to be. So you're going to make a little note on the side and grade all these things, right? Positive marks. You can grade it however you want, but positive marks for the things that are positive, negative marks for the things that are negative. And then when you look at this routine, this audit that you've done, it's going to make you realize, wow, how much of my morning, how much of the existing routine I have uh, is hurting me you know, what needs to go. And then you can start consciously removing those things off your list and, and, and give yourself, you know, a way to do it. If you realize you grab your phone and you spend 30 minutes on Facebook every morning, maybe don't sleep with your phone next to your bed. Maybe go put your phone on silent in another room or, or somewhere else. You say, well, I, I use it as my alarm clock. Maybe buy an alarm clock. That's what I did. You know, the phone was sealing so much of my time in the morning that the first thing I did was buy an alarm clock, a manual alarm clock, you know, like with the numbers on it that plays a beeping sound. <laughs> I put that next to my bed and I stopped bringing my phone to bed with me. And it was amazing how that one chain started giving me some time back. So um, really look at, at the audit you've done. Be honest with yourself about it. And just, just doing that, you're going to see an improvement to the quality of your mornings, even before you've started building a routine, just by auditing and starting to optimize the things you're already doing, okay? Now, once that's taken care of, you can start building your morning routine, right? So this is like step two. And I think the most important place to start is a consistent wake-up time. 
And this is supported by, by um, scientific study that the most important aspect of sleep is getting the same sleep every night. Now, I'm not saying that it's not important to sleep a certain number of hours, but, you know, different people need different lengths of sleep to feel the same. So some people only need six or seven hours of sleep. Some people need eight or nine. But what's really important for health is having a, a consistent sleep pattern, going to sleep at the same time and waking up at the same time. So I think the morning routine has to start with a consistent wake-up time, right? Now, if you're already waking up later than you think you should, then maybe you want to move it a little bit earlier. But just don't suddenly go from waking up at 8 in the morning to waking up at 5. I strongly advise against that. You want to make the minimum commitment to an earlier wake-up time, right? You want to do something that's incrementally a change. You don't, want to, you don't want to ever try to build a new habit by making some massive change and waking up four hours earlier. It's going to be so disorienting. It's going to be you know, so, so groundbreaking that it's going to be hard to maintain. So if you wake up, let's say, eight in the morning now and you want to get to the point where you're waking up at five, if you believe in that, okay, wake up at 7.45 for a few days. Then wake up at 7.30. Maybe do it in increments of 15 minutes every two or three days. Maybe do it in increments of 30 minutes. I don't know what you can take. You know yourself better than I do. But incrementally over time do it. When I did it, what I did was I took my Google Calendar, and for a week I wrote a half hour earlier wake-up time, and then every week I moved it forward a half hour. So I went from 8 a.m. to 7.30, and then a week later, 7.30 to 7, and then a week later, 7.30 to 7 to 6.30, and so forth, until I was waking up at 5 a.m. And it was much easier to wake up at 5 a.m. that way than it would have been if I just did it cold turkey one morning. Sure, if you try it, you might be able to do it one or two or three times, but it's going to be very hard to maintain. So I would set yourself up for success and be incremental about it. Um, and then... Because we're building a morning routine and you're, you're adjusting your wake-up time, that's the first step, right, of your, of your new morning routine. That's the first thing that you're doing differently. So make that the minimum commitment. And what I mean is only ask yourself to wake up early. When I first started waking up earlier, right, when I finally got to the 5 a.m. mark or any mark that was earlier, I didn't ask myself to do anything else other than wake up. So, for example... My alarm would go off. I'd get out of bed, walk downstairs. The only rule was I can't go back to sleep. And I would just sit on my couch. Maybe I'd read. Maybe I'd journal. Maybe I'd just stare into space. Didn't matter. I just couldn't go back to sleep. And what that did was on day two or day three when I felt really tired in the morning because maybe I didn't sleep so well. Maybe I'm coming down with something. And everything just wanted to stay in bed. I said to myself, all you got to do is get up. And it was much easier to get up because that's all I was asking myself to do, right? We've talked about this in other podcasts where you want to set yourself up for a new habit by making the minimum commitment, by making the commitment for the thing you know you can do even when you don't feel excited about it because you will inevitably be that person some days. Some days you're not going to be excited about getting up early. Some days it's the last thing you want to do. So you want to only commit to the thing you know you can do when you feel bad about it. So I would just wake up and go downstairs. Once waking up earlier was easier, once it, it was kind of habitual, I just got up out of bed and it wasn't hard to convince myself to do it, then I started building one thing at a time for my morning routine after that. Now, if you hear me right now and you already wake up very early and you don't want to move your wake up time earlier, then you could kind of skip this step because it's already a habit for you to wake up early and you already wake up consistently. So maybe when you're listening to this, it's more about the next step, which is building the routine after you wake up. 
But I feel like most people who are trying to improve their morning um, aren't waking up as early as they could or should be waking up. So it has to start here. But okay, whether you have now taken that advice and moved up your morning start time and, and now you're where you want to be or you already have, once you're there, once you have a consistent wake-up time, right, then it's step three, point three. You want to build one thing at a time after that, right? After you've developed your wake-up into a habit, you're going to start adding the other steps and you're going to give each step at least a few days to maybe a week or two before adding any others, Okay. So if the first thing you want to do after you wake up, you know, is journal. And, and keep in mind, if part of your morning routine is wake up and then go to the bathroom, that's not hard to do. That's going to happen kind of automatically probably. So I'm talking about build the first thing on your morning routine that you have to consciously do. That's not already automatic, right? Because when we audited our existing routine before and then we made the effort to remove the things that shouldn't be there, you'll still be left with the other things that are there. So you're not gonna have to work so hard for those. So now as you're building a morning routine, you wanna stack some of your new habits behind those, right? It's called habit stacking, actually. For example, if you already wake up and then immediately go to the bathroom, put a habit that happens when you're in the bathroom. So if you want to brush your teeth earlier in the day now, if you want to do it right there, make brushing your teeth the thing you automatically do after you go to the bathroom. If you want to you know, record your weight, let's say you want to do a weigh-in, so you want to keep track of your weight, make weighing yourself the thing you do right after you go to the bathroom. So the smart way to approach that is put the, the scale right next to the, the, the sink or the toilet in the bathroom. You get what I'm saying? You want to be smart about structuring access to the things you want to build as habits, okay? So the first thing you're going to start with, maybe it's a weigh-in. Maybe that's it. Uh, for me, that's actually the first thing that I do. Uh, my morning routine, right, which is an hour long now, and I do it every morning the exact same way. After I wake up, which is, is point one on the morning routine, wake up when the alarm was off, I go to the bathroom, and then I weigh in. That's the next thing I do. I take my weight. Why? Because I've always been the kind of person who, if I don't keep an eye on it, I will eat more than I should, and I will put on weight slowly but surely over time, and I don't want that to happen. So... I weigh in every morning. If I was not that good this last weekend, if I ate something I shouldn't, I mean, not only I will feel bad, but I probably put on a pound or two and it'll just pull me back to check. It'll be like, oh God, don't, don't, don't slide down this slope. <laughs> so weigh in is the first thing I do. As a matter of fact, I'll take you through my morning routine right now. So it's an hour long. So I've assigned a certain amount of time to each thing. I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I do my weigh in. The next thing I do is drink a full glass of water, a big glass. The next thing I do is open my journal and schedule my day. So I just write out for the day where the time blocks are, you know, what personal tasks when I'm working, whatever I'm doing. It's, it's an overview. It's not like an in-depth schedule of every minute, but it helps. Then I do my exercise, which is broken down into push-ups and stretching. Now, I will do exercise, you know, at a gym or sometime Outside of this morning, I'll do some more in-depth weight training if I want to. But my morning routine includes some basic exercise. And the minimum exercise I do is three sets of push-ups, and then I do a full-body stretch routine, right? It only takes a few minutes. After that, I have my breakfast. Then I go upstairs and do my teeth, floss, you know, my bathroom stuff. Other Because I, like, I don't like to have breakfast with the taste of toothpaste in my mouth um, or, or, you know, mouthwash. So I have breakfast. Then I do my teeth and floss. Then I take my shower. And in my shower is where I do my gratitude and my meditation. I just think about the things I'm grateful for. I start with my body and my family, and I really meditate on it. 
and uh, whatever other thoughts you know I want to have in prayer, I do in the shower while I'm in there. After that, I get dressed, and then I go to work. That routine is repeated every day of my life exactly the same way. Now, I'm not saying that, that curveballs don't come, you know, some emergency in the morning or I'm sick and might have to be modified. That's fine. But the majority of the time, it's identical. So the outlier of my life is when it's not like that. You see what I'm saying? Instead of the outlier being doing the morning routine, which is the way most people live, right? We live our lives just on autopilot. And then every now and then we're like, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to exercise in the morning. And so the outlier of the good habits are this one or two or three day stretch you do that's separate from what's habitual. So your life at the end of a year is not defined by those outliers. They're, they're almost meaningless. It's defined by what you do every day. Well, I flipped that. My morning routine is habitual. The outlier is when I don't exercise. The outlier is when I don't have the full glass of water. You get what I'm saying? So that's my, my morning routine. Um, but you need to build yours. And like I said, build them one at a time. I didn't just wake up and do that whole hour on a Monday and then start doing that every day. I started just with the weigh-in after I developed the waking up early. Then I added the full glass of water, which was only a day or two after that because the weigh-in was pretty easy to get habitual. Then I put the scheduling in. Now that now that I, I, I put in for like a week before I moved past that. Then I put the exercising in, the push-ups and the stretching. And that was like a few weeks before I even thought beyond that because the rest of it was, you know, breakfast, teeth floss, shower, gratitude, meditation. That, th those things were easy to do after that. So it was really getting over the hurdle of doing the exercise that was the, um, the issue for me. But uh, as you see, you have to custom tailor it to your life, to what matters to you, to what your priorities are. And um, the last step, the thing I'll say about this is you have to keep a record. Write and record the routine every day, at least until it becomes completely automatic. Once it's all habitual, once your morning routine is done almost thoughtlessly, then you don't, I guess, have to keep a journal of it. But I still do. I still use a single page of my journal every day, and I write and record the routine. I just make the list of the things I'm going to do, you know, wake up, bathroom, weigh in, water, schedule, push-up, stretch, breakfast, teeth, floss, shower, grad gratitude, dress, go to work. I write that list. It's like memorized now. Every day, put a little, some little check boxes next to it, and then I'm accountable to check them off as I'm doing it. It keeps me focused. It keeps me accountable. And accountability, oh my, it's so vital to growth. And this is a common theme in, in my podcast, as if you've heard any previous episodes, uh, you already know, that it's going to keep coming back. You have to be accountable to what you're doing. You have to constantly and proactively take accountability for who you are, for what you're doing, for where you're going, and for why. It's, this is so important if you want to be effective, okay? So to quickly recap, step one for building a morning routine is to audit your existing routine, right? So you're going to take an honest look at what you're already doing. You're going to write it down. And then you're going to grade all those behaviors and you're going to make the adjustments where necessary. You're going to remove the things that are stealing time from you, right? So that you are only left with the things you're already doing habitually. Step two, you're going to Start with a consistent wake-up time. Whether you already do this or you have to build it, you want to start the same time every day. You want to wake up the same time every day, right? So if you need to wake up earlier than now, you're going to build it incrementally. You're not going to ask yourself for too much change at once. And you're going to think long-term about it, right? Because life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Step three, you're going to build one habit at a time after your wake-up time is consistent. So you're going to start with one 
powerful, important habit, and then you're going to give each new habit, each new step, at least a few days or maybe a week before adding another one. You're going to let each habit have some time to develop before adding more weight to it. It's really like a muscle, right? A muscle needs time to get stronger after it's stressed. You can't just lift the heaviest thing you can lift every single hour, every single day without rest. Like you need to to build up incrementally over time, but you have to give that muscle time to get used to that weight before you add on more weight. And then the final step, keep a record. Keep a record of the routine as it develops. If for no other reason than to just be able to monitor how far you've come. I think that's part of the reason that I do it actually, because I, I've memorized my morning routine. I don't have to um, look at it every day to know what I'm supposed to do, but I love going back a month, two months, three months and seeing how far I've come, seeing how many new habits that I was able to develop, right? I even make a little note about how many pushups I'm able to do or how, how far I'm able to stretch just every now and then maybe weekly. And that way I can look at that and say, my God, six months ago, I was only able to do three sets of 10 push-ups. Now I can do three sets of 50 push-ups. And it's like, look how, look how far I've come. It's, it's very motivational to be able to see that every day, especially on the days where you don't feel like you've made any progress or the days that you, you feel weak, right? The days that you feel like you, were, you had to phone it in a little bit. You still woke up, you still did the routine, but you don't have as much vigor, as much fervor as some other days. There are going to be days like that. And having that record will help to keep your inspiration up and your motivation up even though you feel like, ah, it's just not worth it. You got to remember, I've said this in other podcasts, it's always worth it. Taking a step in the right direction is always a good idea. Even if today's step can't be a big step or a big stride, even a little step in the right direction is a step in the right direction. Staying still is, is the evil. Moving backwards is even a worse evil. Okay? So keep a record of the routine and then you'll be able to see how far you've come. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please subscribe to the Effective Living Podcast. Follow us on, I don't know what you're listening on, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever it is. You know, subscribe and follow so that you'll know when the new episodes are released and you'll be able to stay with us. In the next episode, we'll be taking on the concept of motivation versus discipline and how a simple shift in perspective can take us from being ineffective, tired, and frustrated to being effective, energized, and satisfied pretty much all the time. (laughs) Until next time, stay out of harm's way. I'm Nathaniel Nunziante, and this is the Effective Living Podcast. Podcast.